Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of We Should Have Recorded That with Phil Adam. And... Okay. I always hesitate. I never get the timing right. So I thought, since I'm incapable of getting the timing right, I would just be early. Jump in there. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I guess maybe if my. I should have been more intentional. I should be more intentional with my breath to help you mm. come in. Yes. With Phil and. Yes. yes. And then. It's always an abrupt change, though. Uh-huh. In our tone qualities. Oh. Because <laughs> you are like. Oh, Phil, I just got a breaking news alert. What was that? Joe Biden chose Kamala Harris as his running mate. Wow. 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 Yeah. Can we do current events corner now (laughs) instead of at the end of the episode? I guess so. I mean, this is like, yeah. Here's the current event I've been thinking about for all of 12 seconds. Joe Biden chose Kamala Harris as his running mate. Like, what do you think about that? Um, I'm actually glad. I was hoping that it would be her or Tammy Duckworth, and so I got my I got my wish. Well, cool. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You did. I so, don't. I'm not sure. I'm not. I don't know the name Tammy Duckworth. I'm not sure. Oh, well, she's sure. the senator from Illinois. Really okay. inspiring, like double amputee because of an injury she sustained in Af- I think Afghanistan. She was uh-huh. um, in the military, a veteran. Um, really, she was the first senator to have a child while she was serving in the Senate. Um, okay. Yeah. Anyway, she's a uh, she's Asian American. Uh, uh-huh. I think maybe Thai American, but I'm not sure her exact ethnicity. Okay. I mean, was this, uh, I don't know if this was the same senator who was, uh, she didn't wear a coat or something, or she was trying to breastfeed, is that that the same lady? Oh, I don't know, to be honest. Okay. But, I'm happy about Kamala Harris. Right, that's the important Because I think that she's also, um, so, yeah, if, uh, uh, how do I say this? This is really jumping the gun. This is not, dear audience, welcome to my real-time reaction to getting news as we record this episode um but so here's here's just how i'm thinking about it phil at slash our audience um if joe biden wins he's old and um i mean both of them are old right like they're both septuagenarians um so, like, whoever the, the vice presidential pick, I think, really does matter. And you're saying more. Trump, and you're saying Donald Trump and Joe Biden are old. Donald Trump and Joe Biden, yeah. Kamala Harris is in her fifties. Uh-huh. Um, so, uh, yeah, I, I mean, really, both of them, their vice presidential choice is, I mean, actually of some consequence. I mean, you know, Donald Trump is like not exactly fit in terms of his physical fitness. <laughs> I mean, you know, like, all you need to see is a picture of him in a white polo. And, um, you know, like, Joe Biden, who does seem somewhat more fit, uh, is even older than Donald Trump. So, uh, you know, we just need someone who's ready to govern. And I think Kamala Harris is ready to govern. And 
so that I'm nonpartisan, I think Mike Pence is like, you know, at least more of an adult than his boss, but whatever. I mean, I guess maybe in a future episode we could talk about why do we keep nominating and electing people so old, you know? <sighs> well, it's because you're not yet 35, Phil, so you can't run for president. <laughs> oh, man, you're going to be there before I will, so you're going to have to I'm already plan. there. Oh, that's... Oh, I, I thought you wouldn't... I thought, I thought I misheard... I, mean, I guess I misheard you when you were talking with Asia. So no, I am 35. I, can I actually, I went, um, I do listen to our episodes. Do you listen to our episodes, Phil? Uh, some, a little bit. <laughs> well, you do the audio editing. Yeah, so them. I'm listening. So you, you're, you, you know, you do, yeah. Whereas I listen to them after they've been released. Um, uh -huh. And I was behind, but I was in the car a little bit this weekend. Um, and so I, I got caught up. And I listened to our episode with Asia. What was that? Episode seven? I think so. Three or four weeks ago. Yeah. And yeah. I, um, yes, I, <laughs> I was really glad when a Asia pointed out that starting at age 36, I will no longer be a young adult, <laughs> nor will I be a middle-aged adult. Right. I'll just be an adult, an adult. without description. <laughs> No modifier, just an adult. Uh, that was a good part of the episode. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I like Asia. Speaking of good parts of our episodes, audience, this episode is devoted to, uh, it's sort of a retrospective. This yes. is our 11th episode, and we're doing a retrospective on the first 10 episodes and what we've learned and... and um, the you know what we think of of w what it's like to record a podcast uh which is i won't speak for phil that's something i never saw myself doing what about you phil not seriously no yeah covid inspired us yeah 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 and um and maybe we'll even have a brief discussion on the future of this podcast and and where it heads now it's b my dog <laughs> wants to chime in about that you as you can all hear um but phil phil since we are going out of order this week due to breaking news um what do you what are, what is your current event for our current events corner out of place the i think my current event is kind of a, a more somber thing we were just talking about it but um just kind of the like the state of education right now, and especially um, um, primary education. And um, I, I, I am a teacher. At, I'm at a private school right now, and we're just you know trying to figure it out. And so I'm just asking if you're not a teacher or a parent, because if you're not a teacher or a parent, like you, you it's. It's uh, you probably don't understand what's going on, like the don't really grasp what the gravity of what's going on. But I'm just asking you to pray for us and you know thinking be thinking about us. So yeah, that's that's my current event. Go ahead. You wanna unmute? Can you unmute? 
I'm sorry, Bill. I, I unmuted because B is going crazy, and and I, uh, yes, she's okay. she's just a little bit excited. And then she comes in. She does like get away from the window, and she comes in, and her tail starts. Her tail is lethal, at, uh-huh. and it starts banging against the stainless steel garbage can in the kitchen. And it's just like whack, 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 whack. So, um. Dear audience, I apologize, but okay. I apologize for the extra noise in the podcast, but I will never apologize for B because she is perfect. She is. She's a beautiful dog. Yes. We love B. She's a beautiful dog. Um, <laughs> all right. We have some listener comments this week. We do have and some listener comments. And we are comments. so grateful. Yeah, we're so grateful to our yeah. listeners for tuning in. Um, so... This uh, comment comes from Eddie Reeb. Mm-hmm. Eddie, awesome student at Roberts Wesleyan College. Thanks for listening, yes. Eddie. He is commenting on last week's episode, episode 10, on church music with Gary Matthews. And he, wrote, he writes, I really loved and was inspired by this episode. Wonderful podcast, guys. Well, we are so glad to hear it. Thank you for listening, Eddie. Thanks, Ed. Yes, and this one is from Laura. Um, I'm gonna. I'm not gonna try to pronounce the last name because I. I'm not. I don't think I got it, so I'm not gonna pronounce it. But Laura, <laughs> I think I know. I know Laura. <laughs> she. She's from Pierce, and so um, if you know, she played like she. Uh, is a um, double double bass I guess is that the right? Okay. She plays the yeah. double bass, and she's a, she also is a singer, so she sings with the Julie's choir there. And she was commenting on our mm-hmm. episode with Julie about church music, and she says, "Thank you so much for sharing. So good to see all three of you lovely people." She was, and this was on YouTube, so she watched our video. Um, That's awesome. Yeah, we have. People interacting with us on Facebook, oh. Instagram, and YouTube. Yes, Phil? I, I just remember how to pronounce the name. Laura Sarche. She. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so it's it's like a French name. It is. Yeah. I would have said Laura yes. um, Sarchet or something like that. Sarchet. Yeah. Sarchet. <laughs> like your, like your Semites. <laughs> Oh, your Semite, your Semonite. I'm sorry. Oh, it's, that is an easy mistake to make. I like. I get it. Like, like that's why. Like that's why I'm yes, like. No, I don't... We, yes, we all have like our our just like brain fart moments. Uh-huh. Yes. Mm, yeah, we do. But anyway, <laughs> I mean, yes. Just because you mispronounce it once doesn't mean you know. You know, that you don't know how <laughs> it's pronounced. You know, sometimes you just read a word and you're like, I'll tell you, I'll tell you a story from the third grade. Okay. We had a spelling test. And for some reason, it was like a spelling test of prepositions. And the teacher asked us to spell the word of. Uh-huh. And I just was like, what is this word? <laughs> what is the word of? Like, 
cream of wheat? Like, what is of? And I couldn't. I could not. Now, I was a. I was very good at spelling because I read a lot, and right. um, and so. But I like for the for the life of me. Can you believe I still remember this from the third grade? <laughs> but for the life of me, I could not remember how to spell of. Uh. So I wrote O V E. <laughs> And I got it wrong. I hardly ever got items wrong on my spelling tests. I'm traumatized to this day. I, I, but I think that's valid, though. I, I mean... Like, who yeah. asked you to spell the word of, right? Yeah, but, I mean, but also, I remember in elementary school, too, just, like, words like of and other words where they are not how they, are, they, they sound. Mm. Like, the phonetics... Yes. Right. And it, yes, especially those like, you know, like prepositions. Mm-hmm. Like of yeah. or, or even the word I. Like why is the word I a capitalized I? <laughs> and not and not you know, like like AI lowercase. Uh-huh. You know? Uh-huh. Just thinking phonetically. It seems right. awfully egotistical to capitalize your personal pronoun. That's that, just but, me. I mean, a like the a in front of the i would still be capitalized, right? Would you like? Would you capitalize? Why? The word what? i is the the personal pronoun isn't capitalized in other Western European languages. Oh really? Okay. Truly, je, lowercase j e, ich, uh-huh. lowercase i c h. Learn something Your? new every day. Lowercase y o. Uh huh. Yeah. Truly. Yeah. I think I would. I would like. I would have. I was thinking about it around this whole situation of um, the Yosemite mm-hmm, mm-hmm. thing. I th- I would have. I think I would have liked to learn Spanish. I would have liked to have had Spanish or Italian be my native language because it's it. They're like. Mm. There's just less other stuff <laughs> in the much language. Much more phonetic. Yeah, much more yes. phonetic. It's in, but um, yeah, I I got that. And I, I mean, I was looking it up. Then we kind of I looked it up. So like Yosemite is, I think the name of a tribe, like an Indian, um, Native American okay. tribe, and so like that's mm-hmm. why it's you know it's not phonetic because we probably tried to. Spell like that's the spelling and the English spelling of whatever the mm-hmm. Native Americans were called. Na- Native Americans okay. spelled it, but so a little bit of info. This is the most off topic. <laughs> little, so this is what happens when we don't have a guest. Yeah, right. We just we just meander. Um, what was I saying before? We have people interacting with us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube, and Phil right. is going to tell you how to find us there. Yes, so you can you can listen to us, find us on YouTube by searching our name. You should have recorded that with Phil and Adam. Um, you can find us on Instagram and Facebook by searching WSRTWPA. I'm I'm trying to ignore Adam right now, guys. If you like, I'm, he's laughing. I'm just I'm just. I'm 
that I was making it silent, Phil, so that you didn't have to, we didn't have to comment for the 12th time in a row about the letters. But it's going to catch on. It's going to catch on. Like, like, it's like it's gonna catch on. Like I'm, I'm just willing it. Like it's gonna happen. People are yes. like, I'm, gonna I'm gonna order a Wassert Wapa T-shirt. We should do that. Hoodies, mugs, keychains, yeah. other things you don't need. Right. Nah, but in but in a Rochester, New York, you'll need a hoodie though for winter. Yeah, I know. I'll need a hoodie <laughs> like on August twenty seventh. Yes. <laughs> um. All right, so we've uh, we've reflecting. talked about our listener comments. Uh-huh. We've uh, we've jumped ahead and done current events corner out of place. Right. We uh, have told people how to get a hold of us, mm-hmm. and yeah, now let's get into the meat of this episode. Our goal, friends, is to keep this episode short and sweet. When we set out to, when we began this podcast, our idea was that our episodes would be about 45 minutes in length. Mm -hmm. And um, only our first two episodes have been under an hour. So uh, this, this episode, we're going to, we're going to keep nice and short. We're at Phil, we're at 18 minutes right now. So we've got, we've got the the clock is ticking. Um, So Phil, I'm going to interview you this week. Since, well, I mean, I guess you can interview me as well. But we don't have a guest this week um, Mm -hmm. because we're going to reflect on the previous 10 episodes. So, Phil, what is the most enjoyable thing about recording this podcast that um, that has surprised you that you weren't anticipating? Um, I guess just like the. um, It's it feels like even more than a conversation. Like mm. in, like it, there is the release in. So I felt like, especially uh, after our conversation with Julie, and then also with G- Gary, like just some, mm-hmm. and I mean all of them actually, just this. Wow, that got so much joy, so much joy that I feel lighter mm. after it. And and I, I mean, I'm like I usually have these conversations, but but I guess the the kind of. Um, permanence of recording it like maybe brought me more joy joy what about you yeah that's true isn't it it's like the 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 whole premise of the podcast the title we should Uh have recorded that the conversations that we would have anyway but saving them for posterity there's a joy in that i've got to say though my favorite part and there are many that i've enjoyed many aspects of this but my favorite part is just having a time set aside every week to talk to you, Phil, because you're one of my favorite people in the world. I'm, I'm speechless. I'm speechless. No words <laughs> needed. But I'm just I'm just grateful. Um, yeah. Okay, now what... what let's get real. Real talk. What's mm-hmm. your least favorite aspect of recording the podcast? Mm, I think like the expectation that people will engage with it like mm. do you feel like you're begging uh i mean kind of I, like i like i don't i guess i'm not uh, as much as i'm kind of 
I kind of doing the behind the scenes stuff, mm-hmm. and I'm tr- like I try not to be as, you know, I don't post a lot of things, but or even not so much even just like asking people or just putting the information out, but just like my expectation that people will engage, um, yes. Yes. and so <clears throat> that I think hmm. that's kind of. But we do have some engagement, right, Phil? You were telling me earlier that we've got someone listening from the Philippines. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I should, we could, I could tell this, like, really quick. Like, we've, over the course um, of, since we've started in our account shows, we've had um, a total of 329 plays. Awesome. Um, So that's, if you kind of average that out, that's over 30 plays per episode. Per episode. That's terrific. So, you know, somebody, elite, they're pressing play, like, no matter, like, mm-hmm. how long they listen or what, what else they're doing while they're listening, they're pressing play. So that's, that's cool. That is cool. And they're from all over the place, right, Phil? Yeah. I mean, we have, I think when I, I kind of checked, <clears throat> um, we have um, listeners back in, in Florida, around the area where I am. I should, I should also shout out. The um, pastor at my church and several members, he um, he kind of he we were I was talking to him about some of the things we some kind of a theme I was noticing in some of the episodes and he should he suggested a topic. So, you know, hopefully we'll we'll touch on that later. But I think we are we have about 17 states now. Um, awesome. Yeah. 17 states. So Beautiful. Cool. Um, cool. My least favorite part, I mean, I don't care. Okay, I don't want to put this, I, want, I don't want to frame this entirely in the negative um, mm-hmm. because I am immensely, immensely grateful for the magic of technology. Um, but my least favorite part is just that this is yet another thing that requires me to sit down and interact <laughs> with someone through a computer screen. Yeah. Um, and you know, if I were getting a little bit more human interaction, then that probably would not, that probably would not feel like such a chore. But mm-hmm. since still a huge amount of my human interaction comes through a computer screen, you know, well, it's just that it is what it is. Yeah, I don't know if maybe if we were drinking the same brand of water, would you feel better about that? <laughs> Do you drink Wegman's brand sparkling water? Whenever Wegmans come to South Florida, I will be one of the first visitors. I was, who was I talking? Oh, my friend Ray. We were talking this uh, week about, um, he went to Wegmans on a trip to, or he went to Publix on a trip to Florida so that he could see what everyone in Florida was talking about. Uh And he was like, what? (laughs) This is it? Why do these people like this? I mean, when you come from Wegmans, when you come from a Wegmans, especially in Rochester, where all of them, I think, have a dine-in area. Like, you can uh, get hot food and eat it there. Mm-hmm. Yes. All of the other other things you can have. Like, you can get bulk candy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that has kind this of gone is- away. Phil, this should be your expectation in a supermarket. <laughs> I mean, yeah. 
I know to all of my Florida people, I don't know if any of my Florida people are listening, but I, you know, I, I respect that you like Publix because it's all that you know. Mm-hmm. But, but if you come visit me in Rochester, New York, I'll go, well, I'll take you to Wegmans. We'll spend half a day there and <laughs> you can experience what a grocery store should be. Right. Right. Yeah. All right. So anyway, I just, when Wegmans gets that far south, Phil, poor Publix is doomed. Yeah, it's going to be rough. But I, I mean, they're going to have, a, they're going to, they're like, they're like Publix on, I mean, you know this, you spent time in Florida. They're Publix mm-hmm. like, and there are at least four or five Publix within probably a two mile radius of my house. <laughs> Well, <laughs> it's going to be a lot of vacant stores that need oh, to fill wow. up. <laughs> anyway, All right. We are, wait, we are, we are so undisciplined here. Um, all right. Let me, up. Yeah, that's okay. Um, these, these are the questions of the universe, Publix right. versus Wegmans, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so, Phil... Do you have a favorite episode? Let's, I mean, disclaimer, all mm. of our episodes are pure gold, of yes. course. Right, But, yes. uh, do you have a favorite episode that we've done? I think I would say, I think I have a more time, uh, one that I think is um, maybe more timely. Mm-hmm. Um, probably my the episode with Asia, because... Yeah. Uh, I think just how the conversation around, and I think we can like we can kind of um, I get extrapolate that out to what any other community or other things that we ourselves don't know about. Having those conversations with people um, and giving space for those those voices. I mean, that's what that's what we're kind of that's what's kind of becoming the thing, and importantly in this time right now. So. Yes. That was, yeah. Yeah. So episode eight for you was your favorite. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. It was a great one. I was just listening to that episode and uh, that was, yeah, that was the episode where I was determined that I will soon be an adult, but not a young adult. <laughs> yes. What about you? Do you, ha- I mean, do you have a... Um, well, I've really enjoyed our conversations. Um, I do think... So I have to balance this as a, as I listen to a lot of podcasts and then I, um, I also, you know, I'm now co-hosting this one with you as Mm -hmm. a co-host. I much prefer our episodes where we're interviewing someone, where we're having a conversation (laughs) with a guest, um, because they get to do the bulk of the talking and we can just ask questions. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, but I know that as a listener of some podcasts, you know, especially the podcasts like this one that are like, you know, not produced by an editorial team at a major publication. You know, we are right. we ain't NPR. Mm-hmm. Um, I I really want the perspective of the host or hosts, and mm-hmm. so um, so I'm glad that we're doing an episode where it's just the two of us, even though we don't really have a topic to talk about. It's just us freewheeling um i 
you know, I, I think we will make it a point since I listen to podcasts and I really want the perspective of the hosts. We'll do episodes from time to time where we, you know, where it's just you and me shooting mm-hmm. the breeze, Phil. Mm-hmm. Um, but then for me as a, as a podcast personality, <laughs> do we qualify as podcast personalities? I think so, yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, I much prefer the episode with interviews and... Um, I really, really loved last week's conversation with Gary mm-hmm. Matthews about church music. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, he's just, he just has such a wealth of experience. He's been doing church music full time for a long time. Um, he is a, just a really wise and godly man. And so I, I it, was, it was just a really inspiring conversation for me. It, it helped remind me of, um, of what I want to do as a, as mm-hmm. in my role as a church musician. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah. Um, Phil, I'm curious about your, um, where, yeah, let just be real. Is the editing and the tech side of the podcast, how, how labor intensive is that? Because I worry about you. I, join you on a zoom call for an hour and a half a week and then i like you know go about my day but you actually you put in more time than that and i just want to make sure that you're okay <laughs> i mean it like it's it's not that bad i mean they're like uh we i think i shared with you that there's sometimes you know it, it could be more labor intensive but it's not that bad and especially after we kind of get the format i mean i'm always thinking like you know what what could i do differently or what could be better mm. so i think um i don't know maybe the first video we did that was i don't think there was a low the lower third um logo in the video or maybe like the first two but then the third one i added that and um and mm. so just always trying to think of what we could you know just ways to um improve it as you know i mean in my skills so it's not that bad anyway that's hmm all right phil what are some directions that you have in mind for the future of we should have recorded that with phil and adam hmm. i think one of the things we could um from previous episodes we've talked with um um even from um, our episode with uh, Jeanette, like um, mm-hmm. foundational documents and routines, like that's what we mm. like liturgy, um, like those things that ground us. Um, talk more about that, like, and how we experience that in the church. Um, yeah, I, I thought like that was a theme through Jeanette talking about, you know, like going back to your mission statement and yes. Julie and uh, Gary talking about liturgy just you know those founding yeah. documents and and yeah sneak preview for our audience we are working on booking a couple of guests on the topic of liturgy mm-hmm. um, because that is a topic that although the word liturgy seems very churchy doesn't it yeah. um, that is a topic for all of life because our lives have liturgies. They have rhythms and routines 
that is we you know we would never call our classroom routines liturgies but in essence they are yeah. um so it is it has to do with education and then and then and life and it there are a lot of our common interests fill that the word liturgy intersects with yeah yeah i mean and that's i think that's yeah it's really cool um I, and i think to help us see that and i i really he so i just we gotta mention my uh, pastor uh, tj is his name he mentioned mm-hmm. uh james k.a smith and yeah james a.k smith a.k smith excuse me and mm-hmm. uh, he and the idea of cultural liturgy, like exactly what we're talking about, and yes, and just trying, and like you don't realize how you know. And I think our routines are come from the desires that we have. So it's not, um, and they then influence. You know, it's kind of a, a, a repeating thing. They influence each other. Um, so yes, yeah, that was. Yes. And Phil, I just wanted to look it up because I spoke so authoritatively. And you were right. It is James K.A. Smith. Forgive me. <laughs> no problem. I was so confident in my rebuttal <laughs> that I needed to look it up because the moment I had said the opposite, I I was like, why do I think that? So okay. you were right. James K.A. Smith. Uh well, yeah. let me, so let me ask uh, you, oh, go ahead. No, no, go ahead and, and ask me your question. Just remaining cognizant of our goal to keep this what, right. episode short and sweet. That what, um, in our, like in our early episodes, was there anything that we talked about that, um, it was like, man, I don't know, like. I wish, I guess I had a little more to say or things you say. I don't know, like, what do we really mean when we're talking about this or that? Was there, do you have any? Mm. I feel like we have only scratched the surface on everything that we've talked about. <laughs> yeah. Right, I mean that. You know, like, we've only, we've had fewer, less than 10 hours of conversation, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you and I have a lot of interests so I feel like I don't need to like go back and tell the audience more about my childhood. I don't feel any great need to talk more about that, about the autobiographical details. But mm-hmm. and you know, in, in terms of educational philosophy, in terms of servant leadership, in terms of choral music making, I mean, we've we've barely yeah, right. scratched the surface. Right, yeah. I'm not there. You know, there is no fear in me that we're going to run out of topics of conversation mm-hmm. anytime soon. Right. We're only going to run out of time as our school years both start up. Right. Yeah. But Phil, are you? Are you? You're. You're going to stick with this, and we're going to keep releasing this podcast in the fall. Yeah, I, I, yes, I would like to. I mean, this is this is again, yeah, good therapeutic. I just wanted to assure our audience that they would not lose weekly access to your soothing voice. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I don't know how. Soothing and my it annoying is. voice. We're great contrast. We're good. <laughs> We're a good team. We, I think we are a good team. 
Yes. Yes. I, 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 um, go ahead. Mm-mm. No, no, you go ahead. No, no. I don't want oh. it. was a random thought. Let's get this. Okay. You don't want the random thought. I am just, my question was if, if there's anything else that you feel is uh, cogent for this point in the, the episode. I, 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 I think again, just reflecting on um, just to found those, those important importance of, you know, kind of teasing out who you think you are and then mm. like revisiting that um, and reflecting on that and, and that how allowing that to shape um, even as you face new circumstances. I, 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 I so I, rem- I remember we talked about the weed brownies and <laughs> <laughs> which episode was that? Because if I, any of our audience is hopping in right now, they think I've probably, done something I actually haven't done. Right, yes. <laughs> I think, I don't know if it was episode two or three. I feel like it was episode two because episode three, I think we started the leader. We talked about leadership. I mean, okay. servant leadership. Yes. Maybe it was episode two where we, but, but anyway, quick recap, you, you were concerned, um, well, you were given some brownies by a former student yes. and you did not like even open the wrapper. I didn't to... even unwrap them. <laughs> yes. Because she was too, she had this sly <laughs> smile on her face when she gave them to me. Yeah. And, and we and so we kind of had a little conversation about weed brownies, and and <laughs> we how have they covered have the made. gambit, haven't we? <laughs> oh. But 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 I think during that conversation, I said something that I did want. I'm probably I wanted to elaborate on just a little bit that I didn't see anything wrong with um with weed or I guess smoke or smoking it, but just consuming it in general and. I think for me, um, that the, me, like that for me, me saying that comes from, of a place of kind of like stepping back and saying, like looking at it critically, why do I, why do I feel this way? Why do, why did, well, why did mm-hmm. I, why was I against, um, the consumption of marijuana? And then, you know, what, why would I change my mind? And for me, I think the criminal justice element of like, why? Mm, we have yes. criminalized weed and how that has affected, um, you know, the African-American community. That was um, one one reason why I'm like, I don't think this should be criminalized. Maybe I wouldn't I wouldn't promote it. I you know, I'm definitely not telling my students to go smoke weed, you know, but <laughs> please don't. Please do not do that. You I will won't. get fired. I will get fired. <laughs> oh, Lord. But, but, um, but yeah, I, I'm, so I'm, um, I, I, t- I took, I take, I'm taking the stance that I do because. I think the criminalization of marijuana uh, and the effects that it's had on the African American community far outweigh whatever um, whatever benefit I think comes from it being criminalized. Mm. So yes, yes. I think you know when when we come to conversations like that, I um, 
I feel the tension. You feel the tension between, like, I don't know, uh, health and criminal justice abuse, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, in terms of the marijuana. I feel a lot of tension between uh, my Christian values versus mm-hmm. my acknowledgement and, and uh, embrace of living in a pluralistic society. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of things that I feel as a Christian are wrong, but I also don't believe in legislating non-Christians to uphold Christian values. I, Mm. you know, I think it's fine to, you know, it's well and good to legislate to protect life or uh, to protect civil liberties, whatever, um, but I don't think that if, if all other things being equal, we can't just write scripture into law. Right. Yeah. In yeah. a pluralistic society. Right. If we if that's what we want to have, and that is what we have. That's what we have. We have a pluralistic yes. society. Yeah. Right. And I I think that's good. I want you know I want my Muslim neighbors and my agnostic neighbors and my atheist neighbors and my Buddhist neighbors and my mm-hmm. non-religious neighbors to have the exact same freedom of religion that I have. Right. Yeah. And I, I think just the um, finding the balance of like just allowing liberty and um, yes, and just keeping that in such a way that it doesn't and the only way we restrain it is so that your liberties don't um liberate i guess um limit other people's liberties you know in in right as much as we can so yeah yeah um it's just not i don't feel it is the function of the state to i mean hear me loud and clear i believe that Christian values as outlined in the Bible are the surest uh, the surest road to human flourishing. Mm-hmm. I hope and want for everyone to adopt those values because it's for their own good. Mm-hmm. But I also don't think that, that the people's adoption of Christian values can be legislated. Yeah. Yeah. But that's just me. What do I know? Um, the You were talking, I think maybe we'll make this our last point of conversation, but you were talking about the importance of of foundational documents. Phil, have you ever, um, have you ever done so for yourself personally? Our organizations and our institutions do that as a matter of practice. Have you ever written out sort of a, personal statement of mission hmm i don't i don't know if i've written it out but i i think i've definitely um you know i reflect on uh, i mean you did when you were in my secondary methods class well i mean that's being a teacher i mean so, <laughs> <laughs> so being a music <laughs> i'm sorry i asked the question without even thinking of that and then when you were like no i don't think i have i remembered <laughs> that i give that as an assignment 
Yeah, so as a music teacher, definitely, I, I mean, I've thought about that. And I guess that does kind of, that. that's a part of who I am as a person. I'm a music teacher. It's one of my identities. Mm, yes. And so, yeah, I guess I have. But, in, and so I think some of those, like the principles of, of that I wrote, that I wrote about in that um, would encapsulate my larger, the larger scope of my life. So, yeah. Mm, what about you? Yeah. Yeah, I actually, well, you know, I had to write one of those when I was an undergraduate student. And uh -huh. in terms of a sort of like a philosophy of music education. Um, and, you know, I still give out. I still, the example I give in, in class, the class that you took with me, Phil, mm -hmm. is an unedited version of that. Because those mm -hmm. values still stand. You right, know, yeah. those broad, over my methodology is totally different. And my, certainly my knowledge of music education is like in a completely different universe than it was back then. But mm -hmm. the, the values, the broad values of who and, uh, gets educated and the, val the, the characteristics of a quality educator, those remain unchanged all these years later. So, uh, I guess that's a testament to a good uh, mission statement is that it's not so specific that it right. only applies to a particular time, right? It is, it is non-specific enough to adapt to new settings and new situations. Yeah, and I, I think the one thing, like the, I think the one thing that we we've talked about in our beginnings, right, that we want to empower our students um, to mm -hmm. to go beyond just the music that we teach them, and I and I think if you if you engage in conversations with me or Adam, that the thinking uh, we want to I, I I'm growing in this, but want to empower you to be able to know how to think more than what to think, and I think like you, what right. you're saying about your mission statement it. Like you can change your mind, but I'm still like there are still these principles of of what I think about human life and and how how is how it best flourishes that probably won't change. You know how like what what does that mean for it to flourish? Like the details of that may change, but the, my desire for humans to flourish won't change. So yeah, yeah, that's so true. All right, Phil, anything else to say before we sign off? No. <laughs> yeah. we're, we're close. We're close to Excellent. that. Excellent. <laughs> All right. Well, audience, stay tuned. Uh, we are working on an episode for next week on liturgy. So we hope that you'll come back to us. And we hope you've enjoyed this very informal, very unstructured, yeah. very off-the-cuff discussion of what it has been like to record these past 10 episodes we look forward to the next 10 and 100 thousand yeah. well, we'll just keep on going keep on going till we can't we get anymore <laughs> well, until yeah. we can't anymore till we can't anymore all right well then i will say bye for now adios